Dr. Ballsack. <laughs> the fantastic anus. Oh, shit. The fantastic whore. <laughs> oh, um, you know what? That's all I got for you guys. But one of the greatest Marvel movies to ever be made, guys, has just dropped. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Wait, is it? No. That's something else I'm thinking of. I watched it just on YouTube Premium. I'm thinking of Jackass Forever. That's on Paramount Plus. Seriously, go fucking watch that. Not even joking about that. Like, Jackass is a very nostalgic movie to me and show. But this Jackass, it may be one of their greatest. Only, we're not even gonna talk about this one right now. But I'm just saying, go out there and watch it. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. We got time. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Quick. What did you think about Jackass? Uh, uh, we are going to go get, get in the Spider-Man, guys. That's the main episode, but you know what? It's out. It's, it's a good movie. So there's a lot that I wish they would have done, but I think the fucking movie is awesome. They fucking slap the fuck out of MGK, and he acts like a little bitch about it. They're in and California, and he's complaining about the water. Then Aaron Danger... Whatever the fuck is Air Danger. Yeah. They gave that dude the treatment. He got the worst of it out of everyone. And it wasn't just like one big prank. It's just, it was not. There was like four scenes back to back where he gets his nuts destroyed. Like, we're talking from a professional UFC fighter who has the strongest punch in the UFC. Oh, and spoiler alert for anyone not wanting to know what happens. You should have watched it. Whatever. <laughs> Then you got a uh, one of the fastest pitchers in softball. Then you got one of the hardest hitters in hockey. And then you got just good old fucking pogo stick to the nutsack. And honestly, the movie's kind of crazy. The pogo stick to the nutsack 
That right there Dave actually England. made me pause the fucking movie for a second. Like, oh my god, that hurt me. Dave England felt so bad pogo sticking Aaron's nuts. Because, like, the second it landed, he gets off. He's like, I'm so sorry, but I'm making money from it. So fuck off. It, <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. It, they almost it, gave a dude a fucking heart attack. In <laughs> all the Jackass movies, they've had... It's hard to pinpoint some of my favorites because throughout all of them, they have some fucking funny-ass shit. But what was nostalgic about this one is they brought back original pranks, amped them up, and at the end of it, they even showed you the beginning 20 years ago when they made their very first Jackass movie. In all honesty, I get, like, there's some other good ones, but this is the best one in my opinion. So what's your favorite thing they've, like they've ever done. Uh, absolutely. Jackass. From this new Jackass, when they turn off the lights in that room, that is hands down the funniest fucking scene I've ever seen in Jackass. I have never seen so many people literally fear for their life. My favorite thing that I've ever seen in fucking Jackass was when Steve-O puts the hook through his cheek and they cast him out. I mean... To see it, with fucking chum in his shorts. Yeah, that's painful, but like, it's not like painful and dangerous. It's not as funny though. Like, when I'm watching Jackass, I, I like the pain, I like the grossness, but I like the, the funniness behind I like the skits and the bits and stuff. Either it'd be that one, or when Aaron Danger has a cup on and he's fucking, he has to pin the tail on the donkey. That's hilarious. That, his legs wobble like a fucking chair that's been made 2,000 years ago. Like, he got hit one time, and then they was like, alright, retake and he was trembling I'm surprised he was able to stand with how bad he was trembling but guys that's it on that let's fucking cut it off on that uh, just go out Paramount Plus go watch Jackass forever if you haven't watched all the other Jackasses I really would because 4.5 is about to come out guys I recommend that you watch them in order too I would it'll give you the feeling eh, because even though the movies don't go in order the cast goes in order and it's weird to say it like that, but it does. Like, the cast is very important. Uh, you got to pay attention to them. But uh, without further ado, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, hold on. Actually, one thing before What? We, I'm sorry. Before what? we Spider-Man, there's something I noticed in Jackass. Huh? There's a scene. So, Bam Margera, if nobody knows, wasn't able to profit from this movie. But there's a scene... In the in the movie where you can see Bam Margera in the background of the treadmill video, he is right there on camera. So shouldn't he get a little bit of credit for the movie? Wait, hold on. Something that me and my brother you noticed. are going to have to show me Bam because I watched that twice and did not and notice. You Bam. only see him in one frame, but you see him. Uh, in the background of the treadmill one. Well, he actually wrote a stunt for Jackass Forever 2 as well. Like, he, he wrote a skit for it. But he's not allowed to be in the movie, guys, because if you guys know alcohol, drinking, fucking, you got cut from it. A lot of shit. A lot of shit went down. It kind of sucks not seeing Bam, though. It really does, because he is just like Ryan Dunn and Rabbi and all of them. They are originals. They are who started. Not really them. Uh, Johnny Knoxville started it. Jeff Tremaine and all that shit. But those guys are the original cast members. Without them, they would have been nothing. 
Bam Longero is one of my favorites, and it really sucks to see him what he is today, but he lost his best friend. What can you say, dude? Lost his mind. But now, moving on to Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, what do you guys think of it? Did you guys watch it? It's fucking good, and we're going to tell you why. So, spoiler alerts for anybody listening again. Oh, God, these shrimps are hitting me. Yeah, yeah, so, like, this is our first traveling podcast, people. In the morning. Yeah, and, and it's uh, fucking really early. <laughs> Still, sun hasn't came up. <laughs> but, uh... And we decided to do this thing called lemon teching, where you look up lemon teching, spelled with a K. Lemon tech, lemon teching, just... Just put in lemon tech with shrooms, it'll it'll pop up really fast. But um guys, this new Spider-Man, it's not only my favorite Spider-Man that came out, it is my favorite Marvel movie that's ever hit. So the way they did it, every scene was awesome. They didn't fuck up in a single scene in my opinion. Uh like I loved that movie thoroughly all the way through. Enjoyed the whole fucking thing. Yeah, you might have to put your GPS up there so I can see it. But no, throughout the whole entire movie, like, it's so good because of who they also brought back. Spider-Man movies, we have people like William Dafoe. William Dafoe was probably one of my favorite... uh, He was my favorite Green Green Goblin. And the way they did him was absolutely perfect. Like, you know from Tobey Maguire, right? Yeah, fucking Spider-Man, you have fucking uh, William Defoe's uh, second voice is him just like talking very gritty and everything, and he still has that voice in like the beginning of the fucking scene. What's awesome to me about that is that they made him look exactly like he used to look in the original Spider-Man. Man. Yeah, subside the uh, Green Goblin suit because they sort of like took that out. He didn't have the... So, he doesn't have the Green Goblin suit. What he has is... is Green Goblin had a few different outfits. He had, you know, normal fucking Harry, uh, Harry Osborn. Or, I mean, uh, Norman Osborn. And Norman Osborn is also the mayor of New York at one point. He was the Green Goblin. Uh, he was a scientist at Oscorp. So, he, he has a lot of different suits that he wears. A lot of different personalities and everything. But... In the movie, they used his, uh, they used two forms of him. They used his Norman Osborn, which is just him without anything on, just his suit and everything. And then they used his other suit, which is like his sort of like quickly put together kind of suit. It's just like a cloak almost. That's all it really is, that and his glider. Uh, and that's what they used. So, uh, it's, it's different, it's interesting, but it's also nice that they use the original people. 
what's awesome, <laughs> another thing that's awesome to me about this is not only does Norman Osborn look like he did in the original movie, which is impressive to me, but they also made Doc Ock look the same. They made Sandman look the same. They made fucking everyone that came from the fucking other movies look just like it was because, made. It's because they used the original actors. It looks like it was almost filmed fucking in advance. It looked... They look young. Like, they don't look like they do now. It's weird. It's weird what they can do. It, it was really cool seeing Doc Ock back, you know? And what was cool about it is they made uh, Dr. Octavius good. Like, apparently what made him bad was the fact that he always felt pain and whatnot. It's because that chip in the back of his neck. There's a chip in the back of his neck. And when Dr. Octavius and Peter Parker, before Peter Parker, uh, well, he was still Spider-Man at the time, but before Peter Parker went out on his own and stopped working at uh, labs and everything, he worked for this scientist named Dr. Octavius. And they made this ectoskeleton suit, this octopus suit. Octopus suit. It's uh, not really, uh, four, five, six. Octopus has six legs, right? Eight. Eight legs. Octave. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, he does have eight limbs. My bad. So, what he is, is he has these mechanical arms, four of them, that come out of his back. And it's not really out of his back, it's out of this thing. Uh, like this backpack kind of thing, but it's uh, built into his suit. And his suit is always on him. So... In the movie, it's a trench coat, but the original Dr. Octavius wears a jumpsuit. It's not a trench coat with a shirt under it. He wears an actual uh, jumpsuit. It, there's a little mechanical backpack built onto the suit, and he wears goggles, not glasses. That's the only difference between Oct uh, Dr. Octavius in the movies and the comic books. My favorite Doc Ock is the one from uh, Into the Multiverse the fucking cartoon one. Oh yeah. With Miles Morales. Yeah. Uh, that chick is a bad motherfucker dude. <laughs> yeah his daughter. Or not his daughter his apprentice because he doesn't have kids. But uh. So what it is is there's this chip in the back of his neck and at one point Peter was like hey this chip is malfunctioning. It's not working properly. What it's going to do is you're going to start losing memory and you're also it's going to mess with your moods. And it's already at 70%. So when they originally put that chip in the back of his neck, all that stuff was already at a 70% chance of fucking him up. And the reason why Dr. Octavius snaps is because he hates Norman Osborn. They used to be friends, they used to be partners, and then Norman Osborn went to do his own thing, left him behind, and he sort of snapped one day and then became uh, Doc Ock. Octavius, and in the movie they figure out he, they Peter Parker does this badass thing where he fucking builds this device. Peter Parker single-handedly might be one of the most overpowered fucking people, and you would never guess it because his powers sound simple, like his abilities are actually kind of simple. But in the movie, you actually get to go in depth with actually how powerful he is. He outsmarts Doctor Strange with math. He fucking 
gets knocked out of his body into his astral form, and you can see his spidey sense whenever he's floating in his astral form. And then he does the most impressive shit ever, which nobody has ever done. Uh, that I've he seen. He swims back into his body because somehow he controls astral form. Oh, I didn't even mention the most badass part about that scene. While he's in his astral form, his body still has the spidey sense, and Doctor Strange can't take whatever he's trying to take from him. He's trying to. He's that, like, uh, literally, this should not be possible. <laughs> and there's a cube that they have that is holding this magic together, and Doctor Strange is trying to grab it, and fucking Spidey's like, nah, nah, not happening. Not today, man. <laughs> and then he traps him in his own fucking realm, pretty much. See, but there was a cool thing about that scene, too. In, in the mirror realm. He uses math. Everything is geometrical in that universe. And simple geometry can solve it. <laughs> and Spider-Man is obviously a fucking... He's really... He's not just good at math. Uh, Peter Parker's good at, like, math, science. He's an all-rounded genius. And he, he looks at this world for a second. It's just like a mirror world, right? Like, it's where you're in control, but everything... And I don't know because I obviously don't know fucking geometry or anything like that, but there's something he says. Like, this world is just a something. So you'll have to watch the movie yourself to figure that out. But then, like, he spins his webs and everything, and he's able to trap Doctor Strange. There's, like, a spiral circle. Like, the, he saw the way the rocks were going in a certain formation, and he was like, oh, this whole world is made of geometry. And obviously, since Peter Parker is absolutely amazing with geometry, he's able to figure that shit out quickly. So we figured out that Peter Parker is a bad motherfucker compared to Doctor Strange, too, in a lot of ways. So there's a part, like, because Peter Parker's identity gets revealed to the public. So this is the reason that... Oh, this is the reason that they're chasing after a cube in the first place. This cube holds a spell that Doctor Strange was doing, and Peter Parker fucked up. Because yeah, he fucked changed it up. too many times, and it went unstable. Uh, Peter Parker asked him, just, hey, I need everyone to forget who I am, except this person, and this person, and this person. He's like, hey, you can't change the spell that much, and proceeds to just keep changing it anyways. Oh, yeah, he didn't give a fuck. And, uh... So this ends up making a bridge into the multiverse where people that know who Peter Parker is start to come into his universe. To find him because they want, you know, their revenge. So he ends up fucking having to fight Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Electro, uh, Sandman, the Lizard Man. It just, uh, it's Dr. Connors. Dr. Connors? Which is the lizard. That's uh, his name, the lizard. But pretty much all of the villains from all the movies get brought into this one universe because they know who Peter Parker is. And the spell went fucking crazy. So his friends end up looking for him. They find a different Peter Parker. And then they accidentally summon a different Peter Parker. Well, so, what was cool is Nedge is able to use uh, Doctor Strange's ring. So he figures out that he's able to open up portals. And I thought that was kind of... I, I honestly thought that was kind of badass that, that out of all people, they pick fucking him to be able to do it, which I like it. I'm okay with that. 
I mean, he's smart. He literally helped uh, uh, Peter Parker build his technology. I, I know Tony Stark and Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I know Tony Stark builds, like, his suit and everything. But Nedge also helps him with a lot of fucking shit. So I, I'm glad that he was able to be able to open those portals. Uh, so... The Spider-Man come and they all end up having a reunion, a bunch of funny ass scenes, you know. And uh, you there's, gotta... a, there's one scene where all the Peter Parkers are in a lab, and each one of them are in a different part of the fucking lab, all doing science shit, and it looks hilarious because Mary Jane and Ned are like in there, like, man, these guys are fucking smart. <laughs> that would be. And they're ba they're basically all talking about just. Yeah, yeah, so, um, MJ, we're all fucking our brains out pretty much, and, like, MJ is, like, looking at fucking Tom Holland, Spider-Man, <laughs> just like, um, <laughs> you're not gonna fuck me, are you? <laughs> or maybe she wants to dick, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, technically, no matter what Spider-Man you're looking at in the long run, in the last bit of it, they all end up with Mary Jane. Every one of them. Because, yeah, there is Gwen Stacy and stuff, but, you know, obviously she dies, and then in another world she becomes the Spider-Girl. But, yeah, it all comes down to Mary Jane. <laughs> so, fucking, maybe. Maybe she's like, I fucking see it. I already know what's going to happen. But, no, uh... <laughs> The cool thing about all three of those Spider-Mans being together is that would be dangerous. Like I mean, for three Spider-Mans, like to figuring out like how to actually fight side by side with each other and, and being like, unstoppable force almost. And they do too. Like they fucking literally cure every one of them, every one of the fucking villains. Yeah, yeah. Um, as much as I like that movie, I still have two things I would have changed. One, I don't like the fact that throughout the whole entire movie, Doctor Strange is like, hey, if you do this, this is going to happen, and then he does, and that happens. I, I wish it was a little more unpredictable, like, on what was going to happen, because I feel like no matter what, as smart as Peter Parker is, even though he is a kid, so I think that's where that takes off from, him making those impulsive things. Because obviously Green Goblin and them should have stayed dead. I mean, yeah, at the end of the movie, they fucking make it to where everyone you know is alive and goes back. I guess it works out no matter what, but now you have the fact that Mary Jane and them don't know who Peter Parker is. But as comic book readers know, that doesn't last. They obviously fucking get their memory back of Peter Parker as he eventually figures it out. So, spoiler on that, it's not forever. I wish there was fucking, like, more movies like that in the Marvel Universe. I do. I wish throughout, I wish in the movie, no. You know what, it is, it is perfect in a way, because, yeah, they just met, so there's no way they're going to be automatically great at fighting with each other. It, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. I, I hope they make more. I want to see more. I want to see them together, like, fucking work by each, with each other for a little bit. Like, I want to see, like, a fucking just badass scene of all three of them just kicking the shit out of people. You know? 
fucking love that movie, man. I fucking love it. It's such a good movie. Just and and all all in all, it is without a doubt the best movie in the Marvel universe right now. I will say I think it's weird how Mary Jane looks. I don't know why they went that way. Because Zendaya is a really good actor, and him and her and Tom Holland really hit it off. I get it. And they're in a real relationship in real life, so it kind of works. I'm not saying I hate it, because I don't hate it. But I'm also saying, like, it is weird. She doesn't at all look like Mary Jane, but then again, neither does Aunt May. <laughs> Aunt May does not look like Aunt May. Yep, Aunt May was the Uncle Ben to fucking Tom Holland. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? So Tom Holland didn't have an Uncle Ben. All he had was his Aunt May. Uncle Ben's still a thing. Pretty sure Uncle Ben's still a thing no matter what. I think he just died earlier. Yeah, what I'm saying is all the other Spider-Men, whenever they had Uncle Ben, they were... Uncle Ben was the one that, uh, whenever he dies, just with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, yeah, yeah, and Aunt May is the one that said that. So she is pretty much the Uncle Ben of him. I was just meaning, like, the age difference between all the other Aunt Mays and this one. Like... This, why did they make Aunt May so hot? They... Aunt May and Mary Jane and the new Tom Holland Spider-Mans, they look nothing like they're supposed to. But to back that up and make it better, they picked two really good fucking actors. They really did. So I, it made up for that a lot. But I honestly think you guys should get out there and fucking watch Spider-Man. It's a, it's a great fucking movie. Um, we pretty much covered all the basics. We gave it to you all. Uh, you you have the original characters. You have you get to see all three Spider-Mans. You get to see uh, Spider-Man's new suit, which also has uh, little legs that come out of his backpack thing. So that's kind of cool. It's one of my favorite suits. It's definitely not my favorite suit. My favorite suit is twenty ninety nine. Uh, that is hands down my favorite Spider Man suit. But still a badass fucking suit, and he has a couple of them. Uh, you get to see the reverse suit, where he just flips his old costume inside out, and it makes him look like he should be from Wakanda. So there's that. Miles Morales has my favorite fucking Spider Man suit ever, man. I know he hasn't been put into a movie, but if we're talking about favorite suits, that's got to be my number one right there. The fucking graffitied uh, Spider-Man symbol. That's sick. It, yeah, it, it is. Uh, Miles Morales has two of my favorite suits. I like Miles Morales' suits a lot better than I like anyone else's except for uh, $20.99. I kind of like uh, Spider-Man Noir. Uh, yeah, suit, actually. Kind of. It's like an old-time stealth suit. 
like it looks like he should be in the CIA, but also looks like he should be from like the fucking 1940s. It's cool. It's cool. All in all, it's not my favorite. It's not what I would pick on an everyday swing about Spider-Man, but it's definitely something cool to have if you're going like night mode. You know what's both crazy to me, but at the same time, like I understand. Huh. Spider Pig is one of the strongest Spider-Mans there are. It's goofy. Not. It's goofy. Fucking. We have a Spider-Man in the form of a cartoon. Being that he has access to the Toonverse as well as all the things that regular Spider-Man can do. Alright, Spider-Pig, you better about fucking get better powers because I'm going to make you some Spider-fucking-Bacon. <laughs> I'm going to figure something out. I don't know. I'll look at some recipes. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Spider-Pig. One time I wish fucking Peter Park would wrap up his enemy and fucking bite him. <laughs> Just bite him. They you rhino. <laughs> so if fucking has, dick. If he has the DNA of a spider, like technically, couldn't he like excrete some kind of venom? See, okay. As much as I didn't like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man that much, because I really don't. Uh, out of them all, I mean, the dude looked like he was fucking thirty in high school. <laughs> it, it's not his fault. They just picked a really f- funky looking. 30 year old looking dude who was supposed to be a 16, 17 year old high school student. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, you can knock the original Spider Man movies. I will. But I like the original Spider Man movies. I mean, man. it's alright in a sense, but it was okay because it's all we had at the time. I think anyone who really likes Spider Man will agree with that honestly like the reason why it was okay is for a couple reasons one he has the coolest web abilities he does I mean to never run out to always have it in your wrist at all given times the original Spider-Man's never had that so it was a nice new fresh idea uh, for a Spider-Man movie to come about and not be just a animated series like Spectacular Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man, it was new. It was something we could see Spider-Man swinging through the city of New York live action. There is one thing I wish they would have done with the new Spider-Man movies, and that is show him getting bit and like show how he got his powers. We've seen it though too much. Kind of do yes. Yeah, but that's a part of his story. It's a new Spider-Man universe that needs to be a part of his story. We need to see how he becomes Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I get why they didn't do it because it'd be boring. We've already seen it so many times. In all three movies, when the dude discovers that he is Spider-Man, like discovers his powers, or in the first two, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> When they discover their powers, they do something fucking awesome. Like, Tobey Maguire, when he discovers his shit, he fucking punks on his bullet. And embarrasses him in front of the whole school. Right, yeah. Whereas you have Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man. When he discovers who he is, he gets mugged by a bunch of fucking people. Or not mugged, but... You know, there's people that fucking want to beat the shit out of him. He ends up accidentally tearing the fucking pole that people hold on to for sturdiness in a train. Uh-huh. 
just tears it right out of the ground like it's nothing. Fucking accidentally destroys everyone in its fucking sight without even trying. I think that is the most badass fucking scene ever, man. He doesn't even have to try to be a badass. He just is. I will never go back and watch the original Spider-Mans. I won't do it. There's parts from the movies that I liked, but all in all, I don't like the movies. There were... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was because of who they picked for Spider-Man. I do not like Tobey Maguire. I just remember how I used to feel as a kid when I watched the movies. I was fucking ecstatic about the new ones whenever they would come out. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all you had. You got to see them for the first time. And it was great, and it was nice, and I liked the fact that they had Green Goblin and Doctor Doc Ock, and then I liked Venom. Uh, I fucking love Venom. I love they added Venom in. I don't like Tobey Maguire. Because when you think of it, it's a little retarded. He wasn't the greatest actor. He wasn't in shape that much. And I guess neither was Andrew Garfield. But at least Andrew Garfield was actually fucking funny. And didn't look 30. Even though Andrew Garfield looked a little too old too. Tom Holland's the only Spider-Man that looks like he should. Yeah. Tom Holland Spider-Man as Peter Parker being Peter Parker is an absolute it's amazing it is to the T the way he acts, the way he talks how smart he is, the way he looks Andrew Garfield looked like he was in his mid-twenties and not supposed to and not to mention he's actually physically fit Yeah. they don't have to make him look physically fit and then you got fucking uh Tobey Maguire who just looks like he's in his forties. But guys, that's honestly all we have for you. Uh, go out and watch the movie. Honestly, go go to Google Play or something. It's like twenty bucks. It's worth it. It is literally worth the twenty bucks. And go out and watch it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Fuck yeah, it is. But guys, I'm your host JC. And I'm your co-host Michael Myers. Because Spider-Man and Michael Myers fight would be wild. (laughs) (laughs) It would be fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. Take it easy, guys, from our sick minds to yours. Stay webby. I had nothing for you. Peace out. Chris Webby. Chris Webby.